Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, welcome back. Another episode of Life With Your Dog podcast. How's it going, Here we guys? are in the, uh, the the living room studio. I know Once we keep again. mentioning this, but it's like... It's a, tra- it's still a new. Us. It's a transition for us. Let's see how we New go. microphones. Um, so, you know, I hope everything sounds good. And, um, you know, let us know what you think. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, there's been no bad reviews so far, so we're doing good. And everyone that I've asked uh, said that they didn't... No news is good news, right? They didn't realize, so there you go. Um, well, today I want to talk about socialization. Again, another topic that's been exhausted in many different forms, but we want to just focus that um, that spotlight right on it because, well, today... You had a good example just now. We Exactly. Uh, you know, you've had Chili for how long now? 11 weeks. Right, and, and, and this is the first time he's met Shadow, so we just kind of let them sort of, you know... Well, greet each other outside and sort of neutral, semi-neutral territory out on the footpath and have a bit of a sniff, bit of a play. And it probably took, what, 20-ish minutes for them to kind of really get going. And Exactly. But we didn't force it. We didn't, mm. you know, we just kind of... Well, we're going to use what happened there as something to kind of refer back to. And But before that, let's define socialization. Because we say socialization, first thing we think about is playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my dog is social. He plays with dogs. But playing isn't necessarily what socialization That's probably means. probably a human concept, right? Well, even then, like I'm social. I go mm. to the train station. I don't have to talk to anybody. Mm. Actually, in fact, sitting next to the old lady and talking ahead off about dog training when she never showed any physical gestures to me that she wanted to speak would actually make me a little bit antisocial. Antisocial, yeah. You know? like, why are you like talking too much to this old lady? Like, leave Yeah, her or if I saw my friend though on the train station, I snuck up behind and put him in a rear naked choke and we started playing around, that would be completely appropriate because I've known him for 25 years and we can, we can have, we have that relationship. But to do it to some random wouldn't be. And, <laughs> um, and I think it's a good point. Because socialization means we want to be calm, comfortable, and to be able to be content or to ignore objects or people or dogs or whatever it is in the environment. Mm. And then also having an appropriateness when to play. Is it appropriate to play? Because we walk down the street, I got my dog on the leash, and, my, and dogs love to play with other dogs. It doesn't mean that just because we walk past dogs, we get to play. That just is ridiculous. It makes no sense. Because then what happens to the next dog we walk past? Your dog's like, oh, another dog, we're going to go say hi dog walks up and the dog nails him on the head or you're at the coffee shop and just because you're walking past the coffee shop and people having a lovely brunch on a Sunday morning and your dog just comes bounding in and starts playing with a dog that's tied up to the to the table of, of the coffee shop that isn't appropriate either so we need to have that impulse control and also understand when is it appropriate something that a client said I think I've mentioned it here is she says, oh, I had a trainer and she said one out of 10 dogs is an appropriate time to let them play. Like if we were to put a ratio. You mean like dogs you encounter in the street? Yeah, like yeah. Out of, one out of 10 dogs you walk past, let them say mm. hi and play. And now she lives on in Cronulla mm. and walks the Esplanade. You'd, that, you'd cross 10 dogs in 10 minutes. 10, right? Not yeah. even. To yeah. Give it three minutes yeah. and you walk past yeah. every dog. So. so that means you're stopping every three minutes exactly. or three to five minutes. On the Esplanade. Now, people that don't know what the Esplanade is in Cronulla, a very famous beach, I guess. It's um, a beach Sydney. walk, right? Yeah, it's a beach yeah. walk. But it's everyone's there. Yeah. Everyone's there. Yeah. On a Sunday, you... Oh, any day, really. Most day, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, so basically, I say to her, not at one out of 10 dogs, just when it's appropriate to play. Mm. 
And I think it's really and important. it's subjective. How do you exactly. define appropriate? It's different person to person. Mm-hmm. The same reason, one of the reasons I don't go to dog parks mm-hmm. is because my definition of appropriate is very different to someone else's. And I tell the same thing to my clients. Yeah. You don't know what that guy thinks about what dogs should or shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Like what's appropriate for him is not appropriate exactly. for you. Exactly. 100%. You know? And just because they play like, so what happened today? Brought the dogs here. We go, let's let them say hi. Similar my- aged entire males, both of them. Uh, well, that, means, that means that they're not intact. detect. Yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not detect. Uh, intact, very few weeks apart in age, both Australian working breed dogs. Mm-hmm. So very similar in their sort of, on paper, similar in their, in their nature, right? To look Definitely. at them on paper, yep. You would you would say that, right? Oh, it, and they're similar drives, yep. similar sort of. And look, there's obviously differences between like a border collie and a coolie mm. and a kelpie. Hey, what's the difference? We're starting to split hairs. But um, my rule all the time is, even if dogs know each other, let's meet at the front. Go for a night, Mutual especially they don't know yeah. each other. We go for a walk. Let them just do their regular walking. And today we rush because we have things to do and we have places to be after. So we got them on the leash. We went for a bit of a walk. We probably went like three houses down um, past the driveway, came back and then let them say hi. And Chili wasn't fond of um, Shadow's energy. He was a little bit too much and he's wiggling and he's handing <laughs> man. And then Chili's like growling at him, telling him like, hey, piss off, get out of my space. Yeah. And it was good for, for Luke to, um, to, to be engaged in the way that I want them to interact. Yep. Also that you said, and we're gonna talk a little bit about Shadow now coming and assisting at work for socialization stuff. So. What I would have liked if we had more time was we went for a nice walk to the park, mm. put them on their long lead or off the lead, whatever. They can have their moment and they have a bit more space. We can kind of run around and play and then we can walk back. Whether they want to engage in the park or not. It, and most of the time after a walk, it even just happened with a client before we walk, they didn't, like the dogs, the, initially the dog wanted to say hi, but after a couple of minutes, I was like, whatever. We got to the park, put them on the long lead. And the first thing the Labrador did was just went and sniffed the tree, mm-hmm. peed on it, went around, sniffed around. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they meandered towards each other, had a little sniff, continued walking. It was so much more natural. It's organic. It's interesting what you say there, right? Like natural and, and organic, that kind of thing. And what we were talking about outside as well was like, and you just alluded to it then as well, is like having like a longer session or to the point where like the overall goal, and we can tie this back to puppies as well, like younger dogs, what is socialization? Socialization, broadly speaking, is what we would also refer to as generalization. Now, what that means is that like most stimulus outside the four walls of your house should just be like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the dog it's should just be like, is. whatever. Yep. Right. And so, if we have more time for the dogs to just walk amongst each other's um, company and for Shadow, it's quite novel. Like, he, again, he's only just starting to come to client sessions with me now. And overall, he doesn't get a lot of dog-to-dog time. Not a lot of my friends in this area have dogs. So, it, in general, it's quite rare for him to spend a lot of time with dogs. So, what that means is it's novel, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we want to reduce that novelty over time because I don't want him to react like that every time he sees a dog. Mm-hmm. It should just be like, oh, a dog, a dog, mm-hmm. a dog, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And even better, a dog, hey, what are we doing? Yeah. And he checks in on you. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. Looks but yeah, just, he just walks past the dog like, yeah, there's a dog there. I'm, yeah. I'm going to acknowledge you there. I'll sniff the tree with you. I'll make, yep. look at it and then continue walking as if it's a whatever. And that's different with every breed because not every breed will be that cool. Mm. But, um, but perfect you say that because it's a, we have to make it, because we kind of rushed it in a way of like, let's, and maybe my We had an agenda too. Like, yeah. okay, you know, we're, we're about to record a podcast. So on some level we're thinking- hey, we've got stuff to do. So, 
us kind of imposing our agenda, our time schedule onto these dogs. Whereas dogs have no real concept of time, like no. other than dinner and it's waking like I'll sleep in the crate 10 exactly. seconds ago. What do you mean? And Chili's asleep right yeah. now in the crate, right? Yeah. So we, we kind of consciously or unconsciously imposing that on the dogs thing like, oh, let's wrap it up. But it's like, you're like, no, no, no let's give it a few more minutes because mm-hmm. you could see the, the tone of the play session yeah. started to change yes. for the better. Yes. And because we gave it that time that it needed, if we'd just given it five minutes and then gone, it yeah. might not have been enough. Well, if my wife's listening and she's most likely not, um, she tells me off that I'm always like, you give them extra time, you spend extra time, like, you know, how much, the clients, you know, at yeah. the end of the year, you have much more money, like, you know, like she's just, she's looking out for me. She doesn't yeah. want me to give time yeah, extra, yeah. but when we work with socialization, it's, hard, right? it's like, yeah. we, we need to drag this out for a couple of months. It has to happen. Mm. And it wouldn't be like, so if you were to see Chili and, you know, he was overly growly, tail was up, hackles were up. And mm. as soon as he did that, Shadow knew how, what that meant, went on his back, showed submission. And what was all that about was that in my analysis of what happened is that Shadow is uh, like a little bit over the top excited. Chili probably, it's a really hot day today. He's mm. probably tired. So I, tired. And I do notice when he just wakes up that he is a bit different than when we've been walking a little bit. He wakes up. I've been seeing a bit of it's a pattern. It's funny, right? Like the dog, every dog has its personality. Exactly. So you've noticed that in Chili, you've had him for three months, mm. you know. Okay, he he likes to warm up a little bit. Yeah. So be it. Okay, exactly. Like, why would we expect anything different? And and in saying that, it wasn't like they weren't social. No. So, like, I'm sitting here, your friend comes over, scrubs my head, go, how you doing, man? Gives me a little, yeah. like, cheeky, like, yeah. slap on my cheek. Yeah. Like, how you doing? I'll be up and he's like, bro, yeah. I don't know you. Yeah, what was what that? What the fuck was all that about? Yeah, exactly. like, the social etiquette yeah. has certain rules. And for me to get up and say, hey, I don't appreciate that, would actually be like, yeah, Panos is quite social too, and he can yeah. communicate yeah. that. So I think in that moment, because what happened? They were, like, sniffing. Chili's like, hey, piss off, little little guy, in a, in a way, in his yeah, like, yeah. body language way. But he lay right next to him, and Shadow right, 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 lay right, lay right, right next yeah. to him, went to go lick his face, and Chili just accepted it. So he's like, yeah, like, I know, like, I know what to do, and just right now I'm just not that fond of you. Mm. And uh, that's cool. And that's, that's how we go there empty, going, hey, the dogs are going to hang out to each other because it would be ideal, would you say, in a couple of months. I bring Chili over. We chuck Chili and Shadow at the back. They play for an hour and a half, yeah. two hours. And then, now, we can, yeah. we can set that. It's the same way when we have clients. I say, you know, in the first session, what's a, what's a goal? What's something mm-hmm. that you can't do with your dog right mm-hmm. now that you would like to be able to do, especially with like reactive dogs, stuff like that? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, okay, walk yeah. the esplanade. Yeah. Okay, that's a good, that's a... That's a medium term goal Mm -hmm. so for us right now okay the medium term goal is that they can both like because right now you know chili is in shadow's crate and shadow's out the back Mm -hmm. and he's quite happy out there Mm -hmm. so whatever right but maybe we could say you know after a few more times of this they can hang outside unsupervised um, and just be cool. And that we goal happened mainly after what we saw then. It was mm. not like we even discussed really what we would do with the dogs. It was just a, I have, and it's happy. I'm, if it wasn't as hot, I'm happy for Chili to just sit in the mm. car like what he normally does. It's a hot day, anyway. so it's too yeah, hot for him to be it. in the crate. And there's a crate here, you know, it's Shadow's crate. And right Shadow's, under the aircon too. Shadow's right? in the shade outside, so it does, it's all totally. good, right? Well, Shadow's in the shadows, right? <laughs> yeah. little, little ninja. But, um, but yeah, perfect. We see that. Look, and even, let's just say, Chili doesn't like Shadow. Shadow doesn't like Chili. Hey, they don't really like each other that much. Big deal. Yeah. I'll just keep him That would have been just as acceptable or normal. um, If they played off their head. Yeah. Yeah. If they didn't like each other, it's like, so what? Yeah. Why would, just because you and I are mates. Be a problem if someone bit somebody. Yeah. Or if we like see each other and there's like this main manic behavior. But we walked and we walked side by side. It's like on some level, it's still... Okay, so they don't like each other. It's like, whatever. 
You know what I mean? Exactly. We, I don't. I don't impose my expectations on the dogs. We observe and we yep. have control. You had a long leash on Shadow, and like you know what I mean. Like the mm-hmm. dogs are under control on a certain level, mm-hmm. um, and we don't impose our our you know our, our will onto them. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And it's just hey. If, and I was saying to you, if we didn't have to record and we had two beers and we're sitting on the grass and we hung out there for 45 minutes and the dog just sat next to us, that's kind of more what I would like. And then mm. show them, hey, we can play, but we play when it's appropriate. But right now, like if we're sitting in the living room, I don't want you playing, you can go mm. outside. So watching what it is and, and also we know what socialization would be and, and Chile see, and again, we see that because you haven't seen him in real life before. So just the other day, there was a big, massive American bulldog that is like slobbery and pulley and client. Uh, yeah, client yeah. And they played hard. Mm. I mean, like the hardest. They were mm. in the big two field of oval that mm. they were running and having a mad time. He sees some puppies and he's like, get that puppy out of my face. But then the next puppy he sees, he can't, he, they can't get enough of each other. Exactly. So, there's was, the, again, there's no, it's funny because on some level we might be like, oh, why did he not like that one? Why did he like this one? But that's totally normal. I exactly. don't know. I might meet 10 people and I might only like three or four. I want to hang out with a few of them. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And have like a decent conversation. So, I I think it's interesting. It's such a, it's, I get a real bee in my bonnet about this and and, and I'll kind of learn this somewhat from you is like, why do we, where does this expectation of dogs, you know, just getting along just by virtue of the fact that they're dogs, like two random people walking down the street with dogs. Like, why would you assume that those dogs should, should just necessarily want to be anywhere near each other? Yeah. Like, it's totally natural for one of them to not like. Well, I'm other. Greek and you're Greek. Oh, we're friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you know, n- no way. And actually, in fact, um, well, uh, uh, two lions walk past each other in the jungle. What's going on? Hey, what's up? I'm Jeffy. I'm Billy. Let's yeah. hang out. It's yeah. like no. It's like yeah, you're dead. Mm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you because this is my <laughs> yeah. this is my territory and this is the my lionesses and I don't want yeah. your genes. So yeah, there's something to that where we we force it. So what we did out of that was that they got to hang out with each other. We saw that you know there was a few things that would be it was it was undesirable. It would be nice if they just hung out with each other. And there's a few things we can work on. Yeah. And then we have our goals to work on. And and eventually, I can guarantee. I can guarantee in a year from today, we'll be doing our podcast. And they're just hanging out right at our feet. Yeah. Like they're just laying down because yeah. they know each other well enough. They can be calm. They know they're in the house. Because essentially play. right now, I mean, Shadow is contained out there and, uh, you know, Chili's contained in the crate. So right now we're using management mm-hmm. separately, mm-hmm. independent of each other to control their And right their after behavior. this, we'll get them back out. When we walk up to my car, they'll hang out again while yeah. we go up there. And then they're like, oh, we just, we, it seems to be that I'm going to be seeing, it seems to see that I see you a lot. Mm. Yeah, I see you a lot too. Oh, well. Maybe we should we can hang out rather than oh my dog's black and your dog's brown okay we'll let them play like mm. it like it shouldn't be a my dog's big your dog's small or my dog's just a dog should he play like oh oh my dogs love Frenchies it's like it, there's there, there is a bit of anthropomorphism that mm. we do put onto it so yeah socialization means that we in different contexts sometimes it's appropriate to walk past sometimes it's an appropriate time to play. And you look in my yard and sometimes Chili's playing with Nookie. Sometimes he's playing with Spades. Um, Spades and Nookie, I don't think I've ever seen them play together. But they all just hang out in the backyard and they all love each other. And they and when I when I come home with either dog, Spades or or Chili, Nookie always runs up to him, does the same thing to him. So they have their what's rituals. Been the, what's been the dynamic of Chili coming into the you know the, the your your household in terms of the two dogs? What's the sort of dynamic there? Um, Amongst the three of them, because obviously Spades, Spades is getting on now. Yeah, so he's just chilling most yeah. of the time. Or yeah, as I said, sometimes they will actually play, which is nice. 
Um, man, to be honest, like because I'm so used Does to Nikki seeing like. Does play with Chile? Yeah, they play. Yeah, they play a little bit less because Chile goes too a little bit too hard and mm-hmm. kind of hurts her back leg. But they play. They they love it. Actually, in fact, when nine nine thirty. Every night the rat runs past our, along our fence line. They're both up there. You can tell. The us, rat? Yeah, there's a rat that always comes and they have their little Is thing. Is it a rat or a possum? No, it's a rat. Oh, no. for real? Um, I see him all the time. Yeah, okay. I, just, I, have no, I have no projectile to bloody hit yeah, the thing with. Yeah, a slingshot. Um, yeah, I guess so. What if I miss I didn't the, say that. Yeah. And I hit some, yeah. someone's house or something. I, don't, I actually don't want the rat around. I want to kill the rat because mm. he keeps, when my tomatoes grow, he actually eat, they eat the tomatoes. What if you put a bait out? But then what if the dogs get it? Then the dogs are dead. And then if I don't have chicken wire around my tomatoes and the dogs are trying to get the, the like go into that soil and they mm. dig or they chew, they ruin it, they mm. walk past it and crush it. So yeah, we've got it. But I think now I don't think the rat's going to be hanging out feasting because he's got a dog that's 17 kilos now that's going to bark at him mm-hmm. and rats are quite intelligent. Yeah. But they could be intelligent and be like, I know I'm behind a fence. So we're going to see when the tomatoes start to grow if we get a good yield or not, right? Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, so, so like I so said, the dynamics at, at home, it's, it's kind of... It's interesting because they just hang out. They just exist in each other's company. They yeah. just and they wait for me a lot of time. And Chill's out all day. Like he's legitimately tired now because he's doing this all day. And then he's, he's been out in the sun. He's it's, in the it's sun. quite hot today. It's like 25, 28 degrees. Yeah. So, and and also he's what he's one. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is like his first real summer as a working dog. Mm-hmm. And last I train summer, him quite often too. Exactly. Last summer he was a puppy. He yeah. was just doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Now he's working. So he's feeling he's, it. He's going to work as he has his purpose every day. You know, long day in the sun. He's tired. Like he's exactly. asleep right now. And that's and and that's the, a good good way for him to be right to mm. be rather than being jacked up, ready to go every second. And anyway, if I give him a certain cue, he's ready to go. He will turn on straight yeah. away. So I think that's important, especially when they're around each other. Talking about puppy socialization, so we get into some of this list, is um, we talk about puppy socialization and how that kind of differs to adults. We talked a little bit about adult dog, and that's generally the adult dog sort of approach. And just before we touch on that as well, like there's a whole series of puppy episodes. I think it's like the second episode we ever did was puppies, right? Episode three. Three, sorry, which is still to date our most downloaded episode, right? Uh, Just type in, in the search bar, puppies. IES Puppies 101. Yeah, there's and like then all of them there's probably up. half a dozen episodes we've done by now. Thinking about it now, we should have made a Puppy 101 rather than Puppies 101. <laughs> but regardless, we've kept it at Puppies 101. There's no point changing it now. Um, but um, but yeah, so type that in and you'll get all those because yeah, we do talk about what is socialization, what does it mean to a puppy. But to just go over it again, and again, another thing as well that I do, I am going to make an episode to make amendments to a few things. Like I've changed... What, what harness are useful puppies. Um, I change, I mean, I don't use Frankfurts anymore at all for training. I've just been using solely Prime 100, um, the wild boar or the Is turkey. Is that the, like the, the, big dog roll. the SPD, whatever it's called, uh, single protein, whatever it is, like those dog rolls? Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. Highly um, rated. And um, my hands are the dogs stand. can tell the difference? Um, like, what do you mean? Like, why, what, what was the thought process behind that? Well, like Frankfurts that? are gross. Yeah. Like, who knows what the hell is in a Frankfurt? Yeah. Um, you read the ingredients of Prime 100, it's legit. Mm. Like the wild boar has wild boar, tapioca, sweet potato, pumpkin, moisture. How, how like is water. it when you when you cut it up? Does it hold its yeah, shape? Yeah, wild boar well? is the best. It's the okay. most more like if you squeeze it, like it doesn't drip. like get crumbly or whatever. The chicken, the turkey, dude, the duck does a bit. Yeah. Again, I'm I'm giving a review when it's been in my pouch from nine, and I'm talking at it when okay. it's at six p.m. So. That's why the wild you need it to kind of last all day, right? For me, yeah. yeah. And me, like if you're out all day. But if you're just going to train your dog within that hour, you just um, 
just doesn't matter which one you use, they're all, it's only an hour, it's still cold in your pouch. So, yeah. so yeah, Prime 100, I'm going to go into all of that. I want to amend, make some amendments. So there may be a few different things that I've thought of. Another thing, you know, some of those episodes are two years old now. Mm. Like two years goes fast, but a lot of things happen in two years that we can mm -hmm. change our mind a bit. So I would argue it would be worse if you hadn't evolved somewhat. You know, two and a half years. Since Makes been, no sense. Since we've been doing this podcast. I mean, it's, it's actually on the list to um, to talk about every year I'm, uh, we're a different dog trainer. Every mm. year we're a different version of ourselves. Mm. There was a quote that I saw where he says, um, the, a man walked into the river and then seven years later went into the river, but it was a different man going into the river. Not mm. just psychologically, but also even just biologically, mm -hmm. our cells regenerate every mm -hmm. second. You're a different version of yourself every chapter Literally, of your life, yeah. cellularly, mm. and of course, psychologically. So I think that's pretty good. Except maybe the one constant is debatable is, is it your soul or spirit that stays the same, right? Mm. Your consciousness. But even that can change the way you see the life, how you see the world, and that would be similar to our to our progression of the podcast. If you're listening or even going back and listen to one of the earlier ones and then listen to us today, it's like, didn't you just contradict yourself? So I think that's the nature of podcasts, right? That you can see the evolution and change I of it. unreservedly, you know, retain the right to con contradict anything I've said at any point in time. Totally. Because that my opinions from day to day will change all the time. Well, I think podcasts have never been a thing too. Like there's been radio shows. But no one's recording the radio show and keeping it in an archive so the public can listen to it. Mm. What well, Carl and Jackie said last exactly week is right. gone. Yeah. Maybe I think they do keep them, put them on podcasts. <laughs> but my point is that podcasts are a new thing. We're navigating through this technology at the same time. So I guess we'd, hopefully we're doing a good job. Well, you guys are still listening. So mm -hmm. here we are. So um, what is socialization? Puppy socialization. Socialize your puppy with neutral dogs, not overexcited dogs. Not really timid, reactive dogs. Dogs that, gen like a like a Spades or a Nookie, or even like Chili, when he sees puppies, he can be very neutral. One thing I've seen and I've been observing in Chili is that when the puppy's really playful, they would, if I've given the cue, it's just we they play straight away and like proper play. He loves playing with mm. puppies. Puppies that are a bit unsure, he gives them a bit of space and. You know, he'll get up and sniff something, lay down, wait for the puppy to come up to him. Like, he fully knows what to do. It's hilarious. Hence why when we, when I saw him with Shadow, I'm like, there's a reason for this. So, we're going to let it play out a little. But then also, there was a couple of times I had to correct him. Like, Hale's a little bit too far and you need to know where that line is yep. because it's unnecessary. And I will show you where the line is. Exactly. And I'll help you out too. Like, if Shadow's all over you, I'll pull Shadow away yep. too. It's all good. Yeah. So, um, and also, he doesn't socialize like that. Like, we don't pull dogs out and straight away they let him play. Like, when he gets to say hi to the dog, it's like 25, 35 minutes later mm. where, all right, now it's time. We're in the park. Long lead, let him play. So I yeah. think that was a difference. But with neutral dogs, dogs that um, where your puppy can see a dog and have a good experience. So generally the older dog, a year, year and a half, it can be a younger dog. And I'm not saying that puppies can't play with other puppies, but just don't let it be the only thing that they do. Otherwise, they just be, we over-socialize our puppies way too much. And over-socializing, it means that they want to run up to every dog or they have bad experiences or they just become neurotic around yeah. other dogs. So I think it's important that puppy can play, our dog can just lay there, um, a puppy owner calls a puppy to come to them, they come, they get fed, they continue walking. These are good skills to learn. So that way they're, if you are in a conversation, like even me, I'm at a social event and I'm like, oh, we shouldn't have to go. And if I had no socialization, I'd be like, oh, I'll come to your house. Yeah. Like two in the morning, I'll come, we can hang out. And you're like, that's not appropriate. Bro. Yeah, that's like, like, it's it's like too read, far. Read, read the room kind of thing. Maybe when we were 18 and the 2, 2 a.m. comes along and we say, hey, like, what are you doing now? It's like, oh, like we don't go to sleep till 7 a.m. anyway. So it has to be context as well. So I think that's very important to read. 
don't over socialize you probably don't under socialize them mm. and give that's them a good the point. right there's experience. a there's a bal- a balance between overdoing it or you know overcooking it and undercooking it right yeah and it's to find that balance i heard michael ellis talking about Back in the day, they never socialized puppies. We're working dogs. They stayed in the kennel until they're a year old. They bring them out. We work them. We see now the critical period stuff's important. So now what the problem is that people have over-socialized puppies mm. and now we get nerve issues on the other spectrum. So he's seeing, because he's been in it for so long, he's seeing the spectrum of both mindsets. The pendulum has swung in, you know, both extremes. Exactly. And isn't that what left and right is and watch how everything plays mm. out. Back in the day, you're throwing dusters at kids in the classroom for not paying attention. Now you can't even say no to them. Yeah, the pendulum always swings. Right, and mm. I think it's supposed to always do that. Mm. I, I believe in yeah. culture, um, and then how culture goes, it's a way that we think and act and move. So, I think that's very important that we can create culture for our dog's life when they're out. What's the culture like rather than dog? Okay, we have to say hi, yeah, like it's just ridiculous. Um, only ridiculous if you think of it, thinking of it like this. So, um, only play if you're if the dog is appropriate. So if you know it's an appropriate situation, we've already covered that. Um, constant supervision for puppies is essential. Actually, in fact, our dogs aren't puppies. They're adolescent dogs, they're young, but I could, and I, seriously, we put them at the back there, there would not be a fight, I know. Maybe they would have their moments of, of interacting, but wouldn't it be, first of all, good to watch so we can see where, it's at, where we're at, so we can make a good ass- assessment of our dogs? I also think dogs. it's good for Shadow to, to get that dog-to-dog correction as well because he can be too much he has we're working on his impulse control yep. around dogs and around people mm-hmm. that's definitely his biggest area for improvement mm-hmm. it's like you give an inch with shadow and he takes a mile yeah. kind of thing um so for you know for chili to be like hey bro like just just back it up cool a little it. too much you know, bro yeah he it's good for him to learn that and to exactly. get that little you know it's, it's a good point and actually that was further down when when can we actually it was the next point you're reading my memory, is um, or reading my thoughts. When, yeah, is it appropriate for an older dog to correct a puppy? And the answer is yes, yes. but then too much we make a dog scared, depending like on if anything, the dog knows how to correct. Uh, like we were just saying before, there's a balance between overdoing and underdoing it. So mm-hmm. you obviously would never let a dog just nail a puppy, but like if the puppy is too much, the, yeah, it's like the same way that a mother would correct. Hey, I corrected a young girl the other day. Mum said, hey, to the girl like, when mummy's doing this, I go, listen, over and over and over again. Then she get up. I'm like, hey, like mummy's doing it. You just need to sit down. And as soon as I said it, it was the right time, the right inflection, the right intensity. And I'm a dad. So I put like, you know, like just talk like Your I'm talking to my kids. Yeah. And then it was more like, and the kids are like, oh, okay. Well, if you're saying it. She wasn't listening saying, to her mum. Exactly. And, and now she's And it like, wasn't oh, like she's being rude either. She's four years old. What does she know? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, like mummy's doing this. So like you need to sit down. I'll give you a go right after. And it was like drawing the line. Mm. So when we say another another dog to correct the puppy would be the exact same thing socially for me correcting someone else's child mm. in that moment. So yeah, and actually in fact, for a puppy to be corrected for over the top behavior is not just appropriate, but it's natural, it's normal. It's, it's necessary. It's necessary. Like the dog, the, you know, in terms of behavior, obviously genetics play a big part of it, but like behavior wise, like a puppy is, in a way is kind of like a blank slate. Mm-hmm. They, it's like a toddler. They feel their way Gotta in know the world. The boundaries are. Yeah, exactly. And so they, they push up against things until they hit a wall and that wall might be another dog mm-hmm. telling them, hey, just back it off a bit yep. or giving them a correction. They're like, okay, too far. Exactly. Okay, too far. Okay, yep. dial it in a bit, mm-hmm. right? And that's how they learn in the world. And again, with play to tie it all in together, it's like, that's, it's like when you rough 
roughhouse with, you know, with Leo, I'm sure mm-hmm. you do it. Like he learns how to move in the physical yeah. space and like he learns what is appropriate play and what is not. And that's mm-hmm. all part of his socialization as well. Exactly. It's the same for dogs, right? Well, we play and he pokes me in the eye. I was like, hey, exactly. that was too far. Yeah. And okay, you, so and I, don't, I don't poke dad in the eye. I don't poke people in the eye. Okay, so even now, though it's a cool impulse. It's like yeah. we're wrestling, I can poke in the eye. It's like it gives me an advantage. It gets a reaction yeah. or there's something to it. But it's like that is not allowed. You've crossed a line. Because you can't go out there and do that to another kid yeah. because then you'll not make friends. Yeah. And that's bad because when you're 25 with no friends... That's a bad place to be in life. Mm. So you've got to know these skills now. Yep. And, and, also- I, and I, as your father, as a prime, um, primary agent of your socialization, I will teach you that yes. here in the home now so that when you go out into the world and you know, you're in school and that kind of thing, you don't make those kind of exactly. errors. And know how to play too yep. and have that rough time yep. and do this stuff. So yeah, I think that there is that balance where it's not just about play, 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 play. It's about, well, this time when we, when that person's going to walk past and I've got a puppy on the leash and they're walking past, can my dog say hi to your dog? Oh, not today. We're just teaching him to focus on me when this dog's around. Thanks. <laughs> and he sees the dog, he's like, oh my God, I want to go play. Like, Us as dog trainers, we're always those guys, aren't we? Yeah, the buzzkill, right? Yeah. Um, but, oh, thank you. We're just going to keep going. Yeah. And they go, what? They just have that look on their face like, oh, How dare you say there's that? this one guy that's in my neighborhood. I feel bad every time. He's like a really sweet guy, but like his dog's just too much and he's a bit too much. And I just like, I just always, oh, nice to see you. Like, we're just going to keep yeah. going. We're just training. And yeah. like, he must think I hate him or something. Exactly. And that's not the case. It's just like, again, knowing how Shadow will react and that kind of thing. Like for me, I, the, the, the balance of probabilities in that situation is like, it's, I'd much rather just keep going. Mm-hmm. It's, there's very little... There's nothing in positive it for me. gain and that I can exactly. see for that yeah. in that for shadow or for me. Hundred percent. You know what, why let them play? So what? I want to touch something. Am I allowed to? Or uh, I'll really? I'm doing my work right now. It's like I'm right now. I can just call my friends. Like, hey, let's let's go mm. do a role. It's like, but aren't we doing something? Yeah. Like so, the or like oh, I'm getting the phone call. And it's not just imp- not a lack of impulse control, but it's also when is it appropriate? And we want to teach our puppies that without being too over the top and being tyrannical with our puppies, because mm. then without by being too careful, your puppy learns not to have any experiences. Yep. So yeah, there is a bit of a fine line. People are like, well, then that's not what the dog parks for. Is not what doggy daycares for hang out in the dog how about we make our dogs to be social for what it is that we want them to be social for because if i wasn't a dog trainer i wouldn't have to focus on chili to be social with anyone really Mm. like if and actually i've thought about it not that i ever want to get out of what i do but if i didn't do what i do it would it would change the type of dog i get what i do with my dog what i focus on my dogs to do and um and, and I think that does play a part. As, and then most people that listen to this, if you're not a dog trainer, if you're just a dog owner, um, make sure that you're giving those puppies that, that right constant supervision. I had to bring ourselves back. I wasn't sure where we were talking. Um, can older dog correct the puppy? That was it. Right? Exactly. Because even if an older dog does correct the puppy, if the, pu- if the older dog is insecure, he may overcorrect and hurt the puppy and then scare the puppy. And it goes against everything we're trying to do. So even then when um, Chili did do an extra growl and a bit of posturing for no reason, I I'd, I'd gave him a little poke to the side of the shoulder. I'm like, oh, he'd knock it off. Mm. And you can see, you saw he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. I'm like, if you don't like it, just walk away. Yeah. Like, that's cool too. Because there's been a time I was at a party. Again, I'm a social person and I think I am. I don't know. And then I was at a party. It was a good friend of mine, but it was a guy that I didn't know. Now he looked familiar though. And he, and let's just say that there was a bit of a dodgy vibe about him. Mm -hmm. And the people, the person that he reminded me of was some, was like the old life was like, there was something that 
there was a reason why he was staring at me. I'm like, I said hi to everyone. I shook everyone's hand. Like, hey, guy, yeah, my name's Panos. And this one guy went to go shake his hand, just staring at me. And didn't offer his hand. I'm like, that's cool. Like now my the, fl- the red flags up. Hey, mm. there's a pro- there's a certainly there's a potential threat. Mm. You're not going to shake my hand when I offer that's my weird, hand out. Yeah. Really weird, rude, and also you're staring at me. So, so the social cues are telling you the guy wants something to off here. Right? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Like, and like, and if and because I'm like, oh, it's cool, like it's all good. Hey, go on. I'm like, I'm just gonna make a bit of space. I'm I'm at my friend's party. I'm not gonna be like, why well, wouldn't you shake my hand? Why are you being rude? And I posture up. It's exactly what he wanted mm. because maybe he's an individual that he likes a, a reaction. Fight. Yeah, he wants a reaction. Let's have a let's have a. F- and maybe he remembered me from ten years ago when something happened with something else and something that I bothered not to think about because it was not significant to me but significant to him. But social. And also, while I was at that party, I kept my eye out. I don't mm. want to get hit with a bottle behind my head while um, because some guys lost his shit. So I think that's still part of socialization. Where later that day there was those big like in that party, that, and I remember he um hired like a sumo suit wrestling and we played so we could not that i played with that individual but like we can play rough but then sometimes it's knowing it's good no knowing not to be rough and to make mm-hmm. space our dogs need to learn those skills as well and the only way they do that is with that so um that supervision and if a dog can teach a puppy or, or any dog for that matter that they stepped over the line uh, then it sets a good dynamic for the pack so when i brought dexter in i've definitely said about talk, talked about this before brought dexter in a big golden retriever about two-year-old male he comes in and he just comes in like, whoa. And there was like five or six dogs in my backyard at the time. He's coming just thrashing around, doing big circles and spades, hops off the bed, runs right up to him. Whoa. And then, um, cool. and yeah. then yeah, he just went up on his back, spades like, a, like the boss, turned around, went back onto the bed. Dexter came up right next to him and lay there. And then they probably stayed there for like 10 minutes, got up and then walked around. And like, and Dexter was great. He's been there before, but mm. he's like, hey, we had a good vibe here. And I don't know, you've come and like you changed just, it. You've been, yeah, just cool it, bro. And I'm like telling you, hey, you need, and he, he socially corrected the dog. Mm. And that was fine. I didn't have to do anything. So it's That's nice. So cool. It was pretty cool. Um, so work around older dogs. We said about that. So what is play and when to play is the last two things. So what is play is about if the two dogs are mutually showing body language of play bows and they're doing the side to side. I'm obviously doing a lot of things if you're watching this on the camera where he's doing the play bow, jumping from side to side, showing their butt and like and showing all the initiation to play. And if it's the right, right time and place, we're in the backyard or in the park on the long lead, give them that chance. Um, and then let them do what it is that they do. While they're playing, I do suggest get, um, being able to call our dogs and practice a recall and do some impulse control in amongst that. It does help with the, with the obedience training, but sometimes it's good to just not intervene at all. Mm. So we let them, when, they, when Chili and Shadow started to play, it's like, hey, we're just gonna let them be. We're not gonna intervene too much. We don't have to be saying, it's okay, you're good, this and that. Sometimes it's good to just be the fly on the wall and be Observe. the thing that goes, oh, hey, knock that off or God's good, let's play. And I'll, let me join in the play. I'll come and run around. And you saw me running up and down like a child in the driveway and that engaged the dogs while I could um, show them what to do. And then when I stopped, they stopped, they lay back down again. And that was, that was positive. Yeah. And um, the thing about play is that when I was looking up the dogs, like 10 dogs at a time in the yard in the back section of my house, some dogs would play all day, like all day. And usually dogs, like the most common injury was like limps because they probably never ever ran that much before. And the yard, it's quite large, but it's not like it's feel, it's like an acreage Mm. or anything. So yeah, they're running in circles a lot and yeah, you hurt your ligaments, right? Um, So that was one thing that- overdid it. Overdid it. But then when they chilled, they chilled. So, and then after a couple of days, if it was all like the same type of dog, 
And then once, and the good thing about it is once we had an energy or like energy, such a woo woo word, but we have like a vibe, then each dog that then gets introduced, it kind of carried that vibe across because dogs would come and go and come, but then the same general feel is there until you have like a weekend, like a public holiday, everyone goes home, there's a couple of days or not, then it starts up again. So there is a bit of a, a pack feel and you have to know who can come that. And I assessed every single dog that came over. They were only clients dogs. So I knew all the dogs intimately I'm like, yeah, yeah, mm. Bronx can come with these dogs. And we had a couple of other rules of who wasn't allowed. For example, we had to take into consideration Tanya was looking up for that side of the, tra- um, the, the service, mm-hmm. which meant I didn't want to put her under heaps of pressure. And so that's why we made sure the dogs that came were all like very social. And also who wants dogs fighting in the backyard? It's bad for everybody. But also um, we made a rule that no bully breeds unless I know the dog that like had a, like that could come. And the reason for that is because the dogs don't know how to stop. Yeah. And they, and they can be quite annoying quite um, to the other dogs when they don't want to play. And, so antagonistic depends on the, the pack that was there. I would allow certain breeds mm. to be around as well, or certain individuals rather, rather than going off breed. And I think, that's also important as well. You got five friends coming over and three of them have dogs, meet at the front, go for a walk, exhaust them a little bit, do your training, come into the yard. If they play, they play. They can know how to relax when they're having water they share and all that sort of stuff. If one's getting too much and you have a little puppy, hey, bring the puppy into their crate for, a couple, for an hour or so, bring them back out again. Know when to stop them. So, we, so play can always be mutual, mm-hmm. um, positive and so we can like not have any injuries and things like that because it happens all the time. Um, and yeah, when to play is most important as understanding what the hell is play because having a dog on the short leash when you're walking past somebody on the street to let them play kind of doesn't, it just seems like you're, a, like you're a big child. Like, come on, let's let them play. And they get all tangled up and the dog starts freaking out. Like, ah, what's going on? And the other, you know, seven-month-old, you know, Kelpie or Lab is just bouncing on top of the other little tiny dog and get too overwhelming. So... Um, that's what I want to say about play. I think socialization is a good place to leave it. That's 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 sort of we sort of snaked all over the place, but I think we brought it back pretty well. Hopefully, hope so. And again, there's a lot of things that if you're a regular listener, at all, it's it's we're just covering the same topics, just like Mm. everything else, in from a different angle. But um, to to specifically talk about, and there's still so much more we can talk about socialization, but I think it's best in like a video form, like Mm. or, or best in person, so we can talk as much about you know, body language and all that sort of stuff. But how do we explain it when we're not there? And you saw, you didn't have to even watch the interaction with Chili and Shadow today with any volume. You, you just have to look. Yeah. So I guess one thing I would say is always like when the dogs are starting to get to know each other, if they're not sure about each other, as we said before, we make a goal that today they, did, they didn't hit it off like it was a house on fire. So when it's time for us to hang out, we can separate and we're happy with that. But don't have the expectation that your dog's going to play with every single person and don't think play is the number one thing of socialization. Those are the two takeaways from today. So that's it. Good place to leave it. Thanks, guys. Much love. Thank you all. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Life With Your Dog. Please share with your friends if you're enjoying our podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, Life With Your Dog Podcast. My name's Panos, and to keep up with my dog training adventures, tips, and techniques, you can find me on Instagram at np underscore dog underscore training, my website, npdogtraining.com, or my YouTube channel, Nutris Pooches. Thanks for listening, guys. My name's Luke. If you'd like to find out more about my dog training services, you can find me at www 
Kizuna, that's K-I-Z-U-N-A, canine, C-A-N-I-N-E, .com.au. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Kizuna Canine Training. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.